A very good morning to you. And now on RTHK, it's time for Letter to Hong Kong with Clarice Young, Chairwoman of Wan Chai District Council. The following program is a personal view program. The future of Hong Kong. What would our future look like? In our future, our civil servants and principal officials would be trusted by the people. We would formulate our financial budget independently. The legal and judiciary of Hong Kong could operate independently without any intervention. We would have freedom of the press, allowing reporters to write about any topics regardless of controversy. Expressing our political views peacefully would not lead to any persecution or prison time. The Democrats wouldn't be locked out of the legal doors. We could have fair and open election to elect our representatives. This was written in 1996 in an Apple Daily piece listing 16 indicators of Hong Kong's success in the future. This week, their founder Jimmy Lai is arrested without bail. From a pro-democrat lawmaker, Ted Hoi has begun his exile in Europe. Activists Joshua Wong and two others are sentenced to prison for their roles in last year's protest. This is 2020. As part of the Generation Y, Hong Kongers like me grew up trying the best to make our hometown a better place. It has been five years since I first ran in the district council election. I have witnessed how the government treats the district council drastically different when the majority went from one camp to the other. Hong Kong is declining, not because of our citizens' political awakening, but because of our government's decay. In November 2019, in the midst of the anti-extradition law amendment bill movement, it was the first time every Hong Kong voters has the chance to vote in the district council election because there was no more uncontested election. As we saw the election as part of the movement, every democratic candidates were fighting against the pro-government camp, which supported Carrie Lam's implementation of the extradition law to China. We had great success in that war. With voter turnout at 71%, we took control of the council in 17 districts. We gained the legitimacy in a council that represents the people. Yet, it became the target of the government later. With government suppression and COVID-19 looming over us, 2020 has been a tough year. This year has been hugely challenging for all the district councillors, especially the new ones. Despite having more members than the pro-government came in the district council, the government's uncooperative at times aggressive attitude towards the democratic councillors made the district council a hostile battleground. In the DC meetings, civil servants showing no respect to their profession is now a common sight. They often show little regard to the professional ethics, shouting at the councillors in the attempt to cover up their actions that did not follow guidelines and regulation. Early this year in Wan Chai District Council, they even censored the test on the package leaflet of the face mask for the residents. For this sole reason, 
they held over $1,700,000 that was due to the NGO that helped DC with the face mask purchase for more than 200 days. Just because of a letter from pro-government district council members. And the Home Affairs Department allowed such a letter to override the conclusion of our district council meeting. This is not complying with any procedure. That has led to an investigation by the Office of the Ombudsman. This is not the only example. You can find many in our district councils. And I have to tell everyone that in the previous district council dominated by the pro-government camp. Incidents of this sort have never happened. District officers have never walked out of DC meetings before. But this year, the district officers have walked out 89 times in 17 districts. The district officers are the representatives of Kerry Lambs in the DCs. You won't be surprised because they chose to walk out just so they don't have to listen to what their people say. And blaming councillors for raising sensitive topics such as community tax centres. No wonder why we are still suffering from the pandemic. This is all Carrie Lam government's doing. Every meeting in 2020 was very intense. Even worse than when I was the only Democrat. Not only has the government joined hands with the pro-government came, we now have to deal with democratic councillors' differences. Some may not value the platform of the DCs as much as the others do. But what we have to guard is the belief in justice. It's inhumane. It's extremely difficult. And you can call me foolish. But this is a test of will. Not allowing myself to give up is what I have determined to do. If I give them an inch now, they will take a mile soon enough. Our movement can't afford to lose any more ground. Being persistent may be painful or may put us in dangerous position. Yet the movement is still going on, whoever we are in whatever position. We need to ask ourselves, how do we want to shape the future of Hong Kong?